don't know about you, but I feel like I'm watching time move on with a mixture of awe and horror. There's just a few weeks left of summer. Our beautiful Minnesota lake days, our time with our kids, being home all day every day is coming to an end pretty soon. And while there's lots to look forward to, I can't help but feel like there's this really powerful pull towards the movement of time and it's going much faster than I'd like it to personally. Whether you're parenting children or not, the life of an entrepreneur is usually pretty full. Days are filled with all kinds of things, whether it's coding, interacting with customers, leading your team, even just the thought work of where your company is growing and how you're growing it. Entrepreneurs have busy, busy minds and full calendars. The practice of stillness is not easy or natural to many of us. But from that mental health perspective, I think it's incredibly important. So I thought I would spend a couple minutes this week talking about how to be still. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means, sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. I'm one of those people who plans a lot of activities on a vacation. Even if I'm going to the beach or someplace to quote unquote relax, I'm definitely going to go snorkeling, probably scuba diving, maybe be on a sailboat. I love to be active. And so when I'm resting, I tend to be resting in a lot of motion. And, you know, most days there's nothing wrong with that. I'm really grateful for a healthy body and a curious mind and the ability to do lots of different kinds of outdoor adventure things that really bring me a lot of joy. But recently we went on a family vacation in which we didn't leave the pool. Like we just stayed in one place. We did no activities or excursions and our you know, biggest amount of thought work was really in like what to order for room service or which restaurant we wanted to go to. It is definitely not my typical way of being on vacation. It's probably a better speed for Rob and the kids. But for me, I really had to practice the urge to be in motion, the urge to structure my time with plans and activities, even super fun ones. That vacation though really reminded me about what a great gift stillness can be. It serves as a counterbalance for the busyness of my day-to-day life. It's effortful because it's pressing on different skills, different neurological quote-unquote muscles than I typically use in my day-to-day entrepreneurial life. But the gifts in it were many in that I really felt rested. I slept well. I lingered for a long time. I read two books. I didn't move around much, although I did exercise at the gym every day. And I spent long hours and long days just kind of hanging out with my kids, not doing anything per se, not talking about anything particular, but just floating on a raft in a pool or sitting in the sand. And my kids are older. They're not little anymore. So the 
they have their own bodies in motion, their own plans and their own ideas. And so for all of us to be in one place in relative stillness was actually really, really valuable. We didn't feel like we had to chase each other or fight for each other's attention. It was just there, freely given. It was the default setting. So since this trip, because I enjoyed that practice of stillness so much, I've been reintegrating moments of stillness into my daily life. So for me, that means taking a few minutes, usually in the middle of the day, my days are pretty back to back with calls or webinars or classes. So there's a lot of motion, but finding even five minutes in the middle of the day to sit in complete stillness. I think we could also use the word meditation for what I'm talking about when I'm talking about stillness. But I think sometimes people feel like meditation is like a thing that you do and there's a a way to do it. And while I think that's really helpful, when I talk about stillness, I'm almost talking about the absence of any effort. So you can interchange the word meditation if that fits for you. But if stillness has less baggage, then hey, go with that one. It literally is sitting still, laying still, maybe finding a spot on the porch in the sun and letting the body and the mind have a complete break from all of the movement and the swirlings and the goings on of the day. And I think you can facilitate that by intentionally picking a location of stillness that has some stimulation. So I actually, especially in the summer, really like to just sit in the sun just for five minutes, really feel the sun on my skin, feel the heat of it, feel the wind that's happening around me, noticing the sounds of leaves or other rustlings in the natural environment, cueing into the sound of my neighborhood, right? The, the dogs barking in the distance, the birds singing, the people talking in distant tones from the walkway down the street or the neighbor's backyard. If I put my mind on anything, I'm focusing on my breath and just the sort of steady, gentle in and out of the inhalation and exhalation and letting myself really practice being as still as I can be except for the movement of my my belly, my diaphragm, up and down as I'm moving breath through my body. And if my mind is busy, I might just fill it with a word or two, like take a rest, be still, just breathe. Those kinds of short little phrases, maybe they can be irritatingly stitched on a pillow or have become kind of like a meaningless mantra, but finding some phrase or set of words that helps you to remind your brain why you are trying to be still in the first place. It's okay to breathe. It's okay to pause. Three to five minutes a couple times a day of this kind of mini rest, mini nap, mini meditation can really be a game changer for your level of energy, level of focus, perhaps even some creativity and extra problem solving because your brain and your body have had a little rest. You've been present to yourself, to your own inner inclination. You've been present to your body and your breath. One of the things that I most strongly believe is that you are your most important asset as an entrepreneur. 
how well your brain is functioning, how well your body has rested, how calm and attentive you are, all of those details have a significant power to shape what happens in your business. And I know it can be tricky to fuel those parts of you when there's a lot of motion, when the days are full and the demands are a lot. But I think you'll find that you can kind of microdose meditation or microdose stillness in a way that is really effective and helpful, but doesn't feel deeply disruptive to all that you need to do in a day. Quite simply, if you want to practice stillness, you just have to help your body be still and invite your mind to be still. And then watch with curiosity how those connections between your mind and body thrive when you give them a little bit of nourishment, a little bit of time to integrate well. Go on out there and practice being still. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.